Welcome to the Homegirls. Four top producing mega realtors, moms, wives, and friends talking about real estate and real life. Angela, Kristen, Jessica, and Lindsay are in the top 1% of all real estate agents and would be honored to receive your real estate referrals in Colorado. Join us as we drop a new episode every Monday anywhere podcasts are aired, in real life on YouTube, and connect with us every day on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HomegirlsCO. Thanks for listening. We love you. Hey guys, it's your favorite homegirls here. We are coming at you today with our friend Justin Mercer, the tattoo realtor, straight out of Gilbert, Arizona. We are so pumped that you are here. I can't even like begin. To, I'm like fangirling out, you guys. Right, right. <laughs> That's funny. I agree. So, Justin, tell us a little bit about yourself, your business, um, just all the good stuff everybody would want to know. So, Justin Mercer, I'm a single dad, living here in Gilbert. I've been here the last eight years in Gilbert. Uh, I started realty, or started real estate probably three months ago. I've always wanted to do it. Loved real estate forever. And I just said, screw it, and started it three months ago. I had this plan for a long time what I was going to do. But I was just afraid to do it. And then it took just one day, I just said, screw it. I'm, I need to be happy when I'm working. And this is the dream job so been doing it ever since three months ago i didn't know that and you I, was, and you I got my scared? license what's that you were scared what were you scared of why did what what was holding you back my look your look uh, yeah my the, all the tattoos so i i mean i watched watched every real estate show on tv i, I mean i drive i'm with that type of guy that drives around looking at houses all day like i love architecture housing real estate market and I've always said I want to be a realtor, and I was like, I can't because the way I look. So three months ago, four months ago, it was like when I, I went to school in two weeks. I got it all done, knocked out, passed the test, and just started running with it. So, Justin, are you at an open house right now? Yeah, I'm at an open house right now. <laughs> I can see the, like, MLS sheet sitting on the countertop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I found out about you because somebody had posted, you had done, I think it was a local news station piece. Is yeah. That right? Yeah. So uh, one of the local realtors, he's probably the top realtor in Arizona. He's been doing it for 30 something years. He had posted a picture of me uh, in my headshot for my business cards. And I don't know, he didn't know I, I lived here, but it was just kind of poking fun. And then every comment he had, like there's like 20 different comments on the picture were like negative. So I just shared it. I picked a couple of them and I shared them on my page. And I said, don't respond to these people, but this is the kind of stigma I have for having tattoos. It had nothing to do with real estate or none of that. And then it just blew up. I think we had like 20 comments that went to 300 something. Mm -hmm. And then it got shared a bunch of times and the news contacted me the next day to do a story on it. And they wanted to do it kind of on a, oh. <laughs> you see me? Yeah. Oh, sorry, my phone. They want to do a um, story on the the realtor. And I said, you know what? He he called and apologized. and said, I don't want to make. I don't want to throw him under the bus. So they did it basically on my business plan and what I was doing. So it helped. Super super fast um, because so this is a video that we'll post, but then a lot of people will just be listening podcast style, which is just audio, and they may not know you at all. So. 
Um, Justin's branding is the tattooed realtor and well, I'll let him explain it. How, how tattooed are you? Explain the look, what you mean. Uh, I look like an Eskimo. Only my face is not covered. <laughs> so literally head to toe tattooed, face, head, sideburns, ears, nipples, everything's done. Love it. Love yeah. it. I had no idea you could tattoo your nipples. That's. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had, a, I used to have a, I have a big color piece and then I look at myself in the mirror and you'd be a bunch of color and then two pink circles. <laughs> like, I was like, we gotta get those covered. It looks too funny. <laughs> so I went in one day and literally just did the nipples and it was horrible. Oh my God. Just really fast, three months. You've had a closing then because I saw you take your client to get a tattoo, correct? Yeah, so I had uh, two closings, two in escrow, and one listing right now. In three months. Three months, yeah. And then Are one for my closing gift. For my closing gift, I get everyone tattooed. So oh they, get a, they get a tattoo at closing. Do you pick it, or do they pick it, or? No, 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 they, no they, if they have an artist, I'll go to the artist and kind of get them a, a gift card for their. But my last one, she went to my artist because she's from Colorado. She moved here from Colorado. Nice. I love and that. I met her in an open house. So she walked into my open house with her mom, her aunt, her two kids. And this is before I had my open house signs that, with my brand on it, before I had my car, because my car's wrapped, before I had that. So they walked in like, oh, shoot. <laughs> Who's this guy? <laughs> so I, I want him over. Like, I, I can win anyone over if I talk to him. Absolutely. Well, I yeah. was someone the other day, I was like, the tattoo thing is brilliant because for the rest of their life, they're going to go, this tattoo is from my real estate agent. I mean, like you've literally taken branding to like a new level. And I right. love it. Yeah. I mean, plus I think just the name in general, like no one calls me Justin anymore. They said the tattooed realtor. So I think that, I mean, it's something that sticks because you know, they're, as you guys know, there's realtors a dime or a dozen. There's 40,000 in Arizona. Right. So when you have something that differentiates you from everybody, it kind of helps. I didn't mean to interrupt you about the, um, the conversation that was going on with all those comments that started the news story. So sorry, go back to oh. that. Um, so where was I? Oh, uh, so they, they, uh, they did it more based on, uh, it, it was never like tattoos and real estate that I wanted to get the point across is having a different look and joining a professional industry. So I don't care if you have colored hair, piercings, tattoos, dreadlocks, whatever it is, it's like nothing should be stopping people from allowing you to work it there just because of the way you look. So me, it was just more like, this is how I, I cuss. I got, I dress down some days, dress up some days, I got tattooed. But at the end of the day, real estate's a, a referral-based business. And I don't want your sale, I want everyone you know's sale. So I want you to refer me to everybody. The only way you could do that is to be taken care of. So it shouldn't matter how I look. It shouldn't matter the deals you're getting and how you get treated. Um, I have a friend here. His name is Dave Nelson. He's, he's like one of my favorite people on the planet. Um, I was an REO agent for a long time, which is like bank owned properties. And yeah. he mentored me and taught me that business. And he has a full body suit. Um, except for like, literally he can put on a suit shirt and like, you know, so hands, and neck up are covered but he cracks me up like his his marketing is all party better <laughs> nice. uh, and, then, and then there's chris at acker 
who is um, like, they want run one of the biggest real estate teams in the entire country. And her thing is like her hair colors, purple, red, pink, like changes every single day of the week. So, I mean, I think anybody that says that like, you have to look a certain way is just, that's just bullshit, man. Oh yeah. And so since we're talking about your tattoos, do you have any that are real estate related? No, I should get one, but <laughs> I'm going today to get get one. Maybe I should change it up a little bit. How much? How much do we have to pay you to get you to put a homegirls logo on there somewhere? <laughs> nice. Just pay for the tattoo. Or send someone to buy a house for me, and I'll do it. Let's yeah. do it. I feel like I'm that's a great investment, honestly. Huh? That's a great investment, honestly. Thank you. I think it's awesome. So, how much space do you have left? Like, how many more do you think you're gonna get? I just really have my thighs. Today I'm going to get this armpit done. So I, I'm, I like to make videos, like real estate-based videos that are educational and also can get a laugh or whatever. Just to kind of make real estate a little bit more interesting because uh, I think it's just been, the market's just been the same. For, I mean, you don't have, so there's a guy in, uh, sorry, I don't mean cut. There's a guy in Gilbert, he brand himself a tattooed lawyer. So I had seen his stuff a long time ago and I thought this is the type of guy I'll, I, I go to. He's tattooed yeah. lawyer. So I think I just, that's what sparked me to start something new because I think real estate, being lawyer has been the same thing for years and years and years and he kind of changed the industry. So I thought maybe I can do something to change the industry here. So I do a lot of, not just the tattoo realtor stuff, but I try to do a lot of funny videos and try to make real estate a little bit more interesting and funny. But still, so your get videos are hilarious. Oh my God. I watched well, I the, so many, I'm still working on. the one of you in the pool is incredible. Oh, That's thank you. so funny. So Have you guys seen it? Oh my God. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did you see the one where I was dressed as a woman? Yes. Yeah. It's yes. That, I was just going to say it's my favorite. Yep. So I, I, it took two hours to cover the tattoos, but it was based on, I, I made a video for new home builds because a lot of people don't know you can bring a realtor with you and uh -huh. it doesn't doesn't cost you anything. It's just we're there to help you and facilitate the transaction. But nobody knows it. I think the 65% of new build contracts go under without a realtor representing the buyer. So I just thought maybe I could touch on that market. So I made a video where I was addressed as a woman kind of telling you could take a realtor with you to new build. And literally the next day, somebody called me. We're under contract at new build. So sometimes they help like doing those videos. Yeah. It helps a lot. Uh, today I'm doing a video where I'm getting my armpit tattooed, but I'm gonna talk about Zillow. Oh! While I get <laughs> while I get my armpit tattooed, because <laughs> I don't know how many times clients send me Zillow listings. I tell them, "Hey, don't send me Zillow listings. Like I, I'm giving you the listings that are on the market." And they're like, "Oh yeah, but what about this one? You didn't send it to me." I was like, "Yeah, because it went off the market three months ago. It's not updated." Right. So I'm doing a video basically because armpit tattoos do not feel good. And we're all going to share it when you're done. I oh, appreciate it. Thank you. So you just quit your job, right? Yeah. Two, three weeks ago. So what yeah. was like the, you were like, you wanted to do real estate and you wanted to get into this space, but you were scared. And then what happened in that little, like what, eight weeks space from the time that you got your license to quitting your job that you were like, that's it. I can do this. What, what happened? I think it's just everybody around me. So I didn't have any time. I don't, I don't sleep. So my, I was working at 11 o'clock at night and getting off at 11 in the afternoon and then trying to do real estate. I still have my kids that go to get out of school too. So I was literally sleeping an hour and a half a day for 
since school. Like, so school, I didn't sleep at all. I, I go straight from school to work, straight to the kids, straight to school to work. And it was just brutal. And then I'm unha- I was unhappy. Like, everyone saw it. My kid's mom saw it. She, like, everybody is telling me to quit. They're just, I think it's more everyone saying, we believe in you. You're the only one that doesn't believe in yourself. So I just said, screw it. I'll, I guess I'll go along with the program. Because I'm just, I'm just not really, that's one of my downfalls. I'm not just like a pessimist, uh, maybe. Like, I always think the worst case scenario. So I just had this this security blanket. And it's just like, I, I tell people, it's, it's, I'm being a hypocrite. If I tell people to do what you like, believe in yourself and do what you want to do, but yet I have the security blanket in case I fail. So mm-hmm. I just cut it off. Good for you. I can start believing myself like I tell everybody else to do. Good for you. How old are your daughter? You have two daughters? Uh, I got an eight-year-old daughter and a five-year-old son. Okay. So what do you do with your family time? Because I know that your family is super important to you. What do you do like when you're not selling real estate now? Because that's kind of consuming a lot. Like these videos take a long time to do and there's a lot of thought and prep work that go into them, I know. So oh, I, I, I split schedules. So my, my, ex, my ex-wife, my kid's mom, she has them for a week and I had them for a week and she has them for a week. But since I started real estate and I had two jobs in real estate, my kid's mom was she's real real supportive like she's like the best friend to me that's awesome. so she she was taking the kids on my time and her time and basically said um you're at a point in your life where you need to figure out what you need to do she's like so go do it and i got your back while you do that she's like i'll take them during your time and you figure yourself out and then when you're ready to jump back in come back so for the last three four months like my time with my kids got cut they're, it's already in half and they got cut in half again because my work schedule and real estate I didn't have time to put I couldn't put them to bed because I work at 11 o'clock at night so I was just seeing them on my days off so now last three weeks I've had them for my full week and it's just getting back to that routine yeah and they're they they're thrilled because I mean they miss me and I miss them so they look like super awesome cool kids like from the pictures uh, post of them I got blessed, really blessed. Yeah. Great behavior. That's kids. awesome. Well, you sound like they're an awesome dad. So, I was going to say, they, sound like they have two awesome, amazing parents who, yeah. even outside of a divorce, are still incredible parents. Oh, yeah. She's, she's great. Kids, I mean, it's so much easier when you get along with somebody. I, don't, I hate stress. So, like, you don't have, get rid of the stress in your life, and your life changes. Yeah. Great. So, how do you deal with people that have this crazy misconception of you and, the second they see you, they assume you're one way and you might be scary to them. But when they start talking to you, they realize that you're a totally different person. Like, how do you overcome that, that fear from people? Because I assume there's some kind of objections, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I get, I get judged all the time. But if you take that next step and have a conversation with somebody, I can change your mind. But if you're not willing to do that, then I don't care what you think. You're like, you're not important to me. I'm just one of those cut and dry. If you don't want to work with me, don't work with me, but don't treat me differently to somebody else until you give me a chance to, to speak to you. And yeah. So I think you just, you can change anyone's mind with a 30 second conversation, but if someone's not willing to give that, give that respect to you, then you don't need to deal with them anyway. So their opinion I agree doesn't with matter. that 100%. I don't think it's just yeah. tattoos. It's perceptions in general of how people are going to be. And you know, 
once you get to know somebody, they turn out to be totally different, and all of a sudden you love them, right? Oh, I, I love changing people's minds. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I, I mean, I'll never get upset with somebody who judges me based on the way they look. Like, as long as you're not treating me different, but if you give me that opportunity, then I know I'll change your mind. Right. I... Go ahead. Go ahead. You can you can finish at the end of the day. What? <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I just would love to know like where they started. And then, so like I have, I'm trying to count. I have one, two, I have like seven or eight of them. I don't know. But like, so where did they start? Like, did you know that you always wanted to go that far? Like how, when did, where, when did you decide you were going for it? I got my first one was 15, 15 in high school. I was on my calf. And then turned 17, 18, and my friends started getting them. And then we were in a race to see who could have more between him and I. But I used to teach. I don't know if you guys knew I was a teacher. Wow. What did you so teach? I taught PE, but I worked with kids for seven years, seven, eight years. Wow. So I was an intramural sports coordinator. I was a math tutor. I ran the Fort school program. Then I was a teacher for two years. So I didn't have any that was showing. It was all hidden. Yeah. And then I started working for Pepsi for – last 13 years I was with them but I was uh 18 19 or 23 when I started there so from 23 to whatever I was single making a bunch of money overtime I had nothing to do I didn't have kids at the time so I just was I was literally in the tattoo shop every week <laughs> and it's just a, it's an addiction I love the way I mean I felt and looked and I wish I would have rethought them now because I got them all when I was young but I don't regret them. It's just, I wish I had more. I've always, okay. So like, I've always thought about them as like a timestamp. Mm -hmm. So like, regardless of whether or not, like I care about what it is that I put on my body at that point in time, I'm always going to go back and look at it and be like, Oh, well, that was what was going on in my life at that point. Right. In time. Like, yeah, I have a lot of those. I mean, a lot of it's when you fill your whole body, a lot of it's just like filling, like delivery. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I definitely have, a lot that mean to me but not I mean not all of them obviously do you yeah. have one that is like the most meaningful or your favorite um I got mama's boy tattooed on my wrist so it says mama's boy and I'm a huge mama's boy like she she's why I am who I am so Aww. yeah I'm a, yeah it's funny I'm doing the homegirl spot I, I have so I got a single mom I got three sisters three nieces a daughter like women are really important to me like five seven aunts so I got nothing but women in my family. I've always been one of the only guys, so. My sister and I always joke. I took my sister for her first tattoo when she turned 18. I, my first one was at 15 also. And like, nice. I remember I was in the dressing room with my mom and she was like, that shit better come off in the bathroom. <laughs> like, what the hell? Well, she didn't know about it. No. Oh, no, oh. no, no, no. No, like I, it was a, a homie that, tattooed for real at a tattoo shop that just came over one night and tattooed a couple girlfriends like in the kitchen kind of stuff. Oh, yeah so no she did not know but then I took my sister when she was 18 for her first one but we always tease our mom we're like you don't love us enough to get I love my daughter tattooed anywhere on <laughs> <laughs> I would yeah I asked my mom I was a, the only boy so I had a single mom I'm the little baby boy, so everything I said, pretty much, she's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> I, was, I was surprised that she agreed with it, but she's like, "Yeah, go ahead and do it." So she's the first one. She's the first one that allowed it. Now she tells me not to get them. So I'm like, "You started it, so I don't want to hear it. Don't complain." 
So more spirits. tell us a little bit about what drives you to succeed. Like what, what makes you so driven um, to get up every day and, and do this crazy thing that we call real estate? Um, I mean, for one, it's, it's my passion. Like, I, this is not a job to me. This is not a, I'm in an open house right now. I listed a house yesterday. I've been up accepting offers, fighting back on the floor. Like this is not a job. Like this, this is my passion. So I don't work at all. And it's crazy to say that because I've, I've been miserable for the past 13 years working. So now it's just like, what's driving me right now in real estate besides my own, like I'm really trying to make the name for myself and I'm trying to, like it'd be an ultimate goal to be a top 1% seller in the Arizona market in my first year and looking like this. Cause the first thing you think of when you see someone like me and you didn't know me is how the hell is that guy have a job? Yep. Like where, what does he do? Is he a tattoo artist? He drug deal? Like you don't, obviously I'm, I'm not a fortune 500 company worker. You would never assume that. But if, for me to be able to say, Oh, I'm a top 1% seller in Arizona in real estate. And then they'd be like, that's wait, what? You were, like, that's what I, that's what I'm driving for right now. Tattoos are not that. being in the top 1% in your first year in real estate is an incredible goal to have. And mm. I, I hope to God that you um, achieve that. And if we can help you in any way to get to that, please reach out to us. Like each of us are happy to help you in any way that we can. Um, because I think you're such an inspiration to, to people and realtors and, and just anyone in general, because there's such a, a stigma attached to like what we're supposed to look like. Right. And yeah. nobody can stand out if you all look the same right? And you're all doing the same thing. That's boring. Nobody wants that. Um, so you found a way to, you know, buck the system when most people that are new agents are told you're not going to sell anything for six months, like get used to it. You're going to be broke for six months. That's not true. And you found a way, um, to carve out a crazy niche without even realizing it was going to be a niche, right? Like you're only going to work with people you want to work with that respect you and treat you well. And you're already doing that from day one. If we all would have set that, expectation from the get-go we'd all be in a much better place <laughs> yeah so nothing speaks louder than success so i can't sit here and say oh go do what you do like and, and if you believe in yourself work hard and have this plan then everything's gonna work out like it doesn't happen like that all the time so if i have success actually that backs me it's, it's like i just seem like it'd be more legit and obviously i think i'm doing pretty well my first year and i, I don't plan on stopping but i just would love to have that Thing at the end for myself to say look you freaking did it like that's what i, I really want so how are you going to reward yourself when you achieve that uh, <laughs> uh the first time i've ever been out of the country was last year i've never been on a plane never been out of the country barely go out of state i go to california and here so i just think i would love to take just me and my kids on a vacation yeah so something i'm a i'm a big history nerd like i love you want to know i'm a huge history nerd <laughs> I, would love to, I would love to take my kids to let them see something that I'm passionate about because I think that's so if I do well this year I think I'll take them to Europe and do like a trip just me and the kids when I do well this year because I have like like yeah, we're inviting start this <laughs> February 21st 2021 and we're gonna have this conversation one year from now and we're gonna have like a cyber party because you <laughs> you hit your goal like I have no doubt it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I can't say it's going to happen because I'm a, like I said, I, I can't, I'm not obvious. <laughs> yes, but you I, can. I, I know, I know my work ethic. So I know yeah. me as a person. So that I can vouch for, but it, it, I don't want to say I'll have a huge year just because I'm an idiot and I can't believe myself, but, but I'm going to, I'm definitely going to work 
my ass off for it for sure. Do you have anything tattooed on you that's like script, like any like verses or like text of any kind, like other than the mama's boy? Um, not like verses or anything. I got like uh, like, like spark. Yeah, just I got like sweetheart. Like no, no quotes though. Oh, yeah. actually, um, it says "Love you forever, like you for always." It's a book. My mom. Oh yeah, that's my. I used to read me that. Yeah, one. so it's a book she read it to us all the time. So my both my sisters. So my mom and sisters all have love you forever, like you for always tattooed on them. Aww. So I got I got both. They they either have one or the other. I got both of them on me. So that's, that's awesome. something we all share, yeah. Maybe awesome. you need one. Like the so um we interviewed he's also a Justin, but we interviewed our friend Justin Nelson the other day who has um he's got building an empire on this arm and like maybe you need one that reinforces you that you are going to do this, like not even can do this. You're, you're going to be a badass house slinging motherfucker. <laughs> That's what you need right here. Maybe I'll get that tattooed on me. Badass <laughs> house slinging motherfucker. motherfucker. There you go. <laughs> I got it. We'll be in Eric. We'll be in Phoenix in April. Maybe we oh, should. Oh, we should go. With you. What are you guys doing maybe, here? Maybe we should. Um, we're coming for a real estate conference. You should come to it. You should come with us. Oh, for sure, 100%, I'll go. There's some amazing people there that we would love to introduce you to. You oh, should yeah. come with us and be our guest. Yeah, for sure. Like, I don't, real estate, I found out, is, is a huge, everyone's like sharks in the water, backstabbing, like, I was just like, what? Like, I thought this would be some, there's not a lot of camaraderies I thought there would be. Like, I don't look at other realtors as competition. I look at them as something I can learn, so. Right. It's like, when, when I do listings, when I, when I present buyer, to another agent I'm, I'm talking like they're my friend like because and I, I know a lot of people said that's not how it, it's been like you look at other realtors of competition but it's just like I, i'll learn from anybody like you're you in a field that i want to be in so keep I'll doing learn from that yeah because yeah. you're going to change the game more in real estate with that mentality because oh, we need more of you we do big time they shared a lot of um after that news story came out then there's been like realtor pages only that people were sending me screenshots from it. And then it was a bunch of real estate just talking trash about me. And I was just like, like what? Like I'm in the same field as you. I thought I thought you'd be supporting me, but you're, you're saying who would want to buy a house from him looking like that and stuff like that. And it's like, it's not, I, I thought there would be more camaraderie. I mean, it's, it's probably 70, 30 support. So like seeing like you guys reaching out to me and inviting me to a conference and stuff like that, that means a lot because I'd love to, I'd love to go. So, well, do you see like the common theme here? Like, like society like puts it in our brains that we have to judge people by our appearance, or because I'm a realtor, you know, just because my competition, or you know, Lindsay's my competition. But no, like that's how society wants us to to see us and it's unfortunate and it's I'm it's like you're a double whammy like you're coming out looking the way you look and you're kind and you're a badass to other agents in your market like if that doesn't speak volumes I don't know what will like that's amazing right yeah, yeah just, this is where I want to be for the rest of my life like honestly like I've never been so happy and I feel like I'm finally living so Anything that's gonna help me is is learning from somebody else. Like I'm never gonna be the every job I've had, I've tried to be the best at. Like so, when I was 
13 years of Pepsi, I was one of their top drivers. I was one of the quickest, one they could rely on. And then I come to the real estate field, and I'm just a little minnow, like swimming with sharks. These people have been in this game for 30 years, selling $20 million of real estate a year. So it's just like, to me, it's just like a new new level because I, I can't be the best right now. And, I'll, and it's, I always have somebody to try to beat, and I need that to push me. But I, I want to learn from every single person I come across. I, I'm going to learn something from you. You know like what, what I think? I think that we have to introduce you to the people that are like-minded. Um, I think you just have seen the worst, um, but I think that we need to show you the best and we will absolutely do that um, because they're not all like that and we're not like that. Um, right. And that's a perception of our, our community as realtors that is unfortunate, um, but we're trying to change that. You know, that's why we're all here. And yeah. I think that you're going to be a great catalyst for our real estate community because you're different and do that's you, okay. We're not all the same. Do you four all work in the same brokerage? Are you guys all different? No. We're different all different That's so cool. Lindsay and i are in the same market actually we live 10 minutes from each other two different brokerages not on team kristen is two hours south of us and angela is one hour south of us here in denver so different markets but Lindsay and i i mean if we're talking like competition that would be her and i really if that's, yeah yeah that's cool there's enough business for everybody exactly. yeah. people to work with that are the the ones you want to help and the ones that talk shit about you aren't going to be your friends anyway. And there's probably talking shit about you because you're a threat. So I take it as a, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. Um, so there's a whole other side to you though, too, right? So music videos, movies. Oh, I do acting in LA. Yeah. Okay. So tell us all about that. Uh, I'm I just, path. I just brush my shoulder off. I just do acting in LA. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's nothing, it's nothing big. Like obviously, what I wanted to be is not what it is. So, I mean, I, I, my buddy had put me in a movie down here and this is when I, before I had the head tattoos, but I was always, I was playing football. So I was a bigger build, bald headed guy. I was a security guard. And then he moved to LA. He's one of those good looking pretty boys. So he, <laughs> he moved to LA to follow his dream. He did actually very well. And he, he called me and he's one of my best friends. He's like, dude, you should come out here. He's like, when I, when I apply for something, I'm competing against 10,000 good looking LA guys. He's like, they're either going to want you or not. Mm -hmm. So literally I went out there for a weekend, signed up for a bunch of casting companies. And the first gig I got was the Sons of Anarchy, which was my freaking favorite show in the world. Same. Uh, yeah. It was like, are you kidding me? Like I just joined this and I mean, it was nothing big. I mean, I was a prison scene with Clay and the guys, and then I did a Fox uh, FX Wait, what prom. scene? Were you there when Opie got murdered? Because if you were, I'm going to cry. <laughs> no, hey. when, uh, when Clay was in prison. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I did an FX promo with some of the, the uh, a biker look, not a prison look. And then. And you didn't have to deal with that um, auto drop the rope soap scene either. No, I'm just No. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I did that for, I've been doing that off and on for a long time. So I've been probably 10, 11 TV shows, a couple movies, commercial, and then like, like 15 music videos. Wow. I love it. I, I mean, it's, I had an opportunity to join the union and move out there. And I probably could have got a lot bigger roles that I could apply for. But my kids are here. And I'm one of those, once you have kids, your dreams go away type guy. Like, I don't want to, I'm not going to move my kids to LA and have them stay in a tiny ass apartment while I try to follow my dream at 30 years old. And I was like, you know what? I have kids. 
I want them. I had a nice house in Gilbert, nice big home. I will never ever have that in LA for like starting out. And I don't want to separate me and their mom and go through all that. So I just kind of I travel there back and forth. So I, I I would never move there anymore. But now it's just more of the fun thing. Well, I think your dreams change as your life evolves, right? I mean, yeah. what might be a dream now is to spend more time with your kids and be financially, um, you know, set for life. Uh, yeah. after you sell a shitload of houses, um, you know, <laughs> definitely is. Yeah. Well, like yeah. I said, if there's anything that we can do to help you achieve those dreams, we will absolutely help you because there's not many people that understand that you don't have to settle for, you know, not selling houses for three months and limping into the business. You just jumped right in. Like yeah. that's, that's admirable. Nobody does that. That's ballsy as fuck. Right? Um, I was spending money on my branding before I was even out of school. Yeah. I was, I was still in school, uh, get my business cards ready, get my logo ready, talking to the car rat place. And this is before I even tested out. So I hit the ground running. When I, definitely I have a feeling we're going to be seeing you for many, many years. So yeah. people better get used to seeing you because you're not going anywhere. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> No, you're not. I'm like, I think the craziest thing, I had no idea you've only been licensed three months. I didn't know that either. Oh, yeah. I think, I think I'm more blown away by that than literally anything else you could say to me today. Right. Well, kind of, it kind of sucks because you get, I mean, when you work with clients that don't really know you, that's always one of their questions is how long you've been doing it. And as soon as I, if I say the words three months, it's just like, oh, they're going to think I'm new and I don't know what I'm talking about. But it's just like, in, in my mind, like I've known real estate game forever. Like, I'm, I bought and sold two houses myself. I know the lingo. I know the, the deal. I can negotiate. Like, I had it all set. But when you tell somebody you're brand new, it's like, uh, oh, we got a new age. So. I don't think you have to tell them you're brand new. I would just tell them you've been doing it forever because it seems like you have. Right? One of, one of my right? team leaders, he was like, how long did you tell him? I said, well, two months. He's like, no, no, you've been doing it for a year and a half. He's like, I don't care what anyone asks you. Tell Because he's like, I believe you. I know what you're doing. Plus, I'm on a team of guys that have been 20 years in the game. So there's nothing I'm going to miss. Tell us about your team. Uh, I'm on Team Valorum right now. And uh, run by two guys, Matt Chick and Jed. And they're like the perfect yin and yang. Like, Matt's got this mouth. You can hear him across the, the, the building. And he's uh, he used to be a used car salesman. His first year in real estate, he sold almost 40 houses in his first year. Because he, he's got that salesman mentality. He knows what he's talking about. And then Jed, he's kind of like the, the brains of the operation. Like, he knows every single rule, law. He used to buy and sell investment properties. So they're like the perfect mix. And I've learned so much from these two guys. It's ridiculous. That's awesome. I can't wait till um, people start saying that you've been their mentor and they got into the business because of you. And oh I can't God, wait you know, for you to hear that. People on Instagram and Facebook message me say, can you mentor me? And I was like, whoa, I, I said, I'm in no place to mentor. It's, just, it's so weird for me to hear people say that, like, oh, I'm doing what I do because I saw your stuff. And to me, it's just like, I'm just me. So to me, it's just like, like, why are you, why are you telling me thank you? Like, I, I, it's still like weird to me. And I, I need to learn how to process it better. Yeah, I'm, it's hard to take compliments. It really yeah, is. So you'll have I to learn speak. because things are going to come often. Yeah. yeah. I got a speaking engagement in March in Vegas and then a women's, uh, the governor of Florida, had, he's going to fly me out to speak to a group of women realtors, like the top in the, the state. And, and he's like, are you willing to do it? I said, honestly, I said, I don't know why you want me there. That's so awesome. I, I have to learn. I have to get over that fear of speaking and 
like this is a, I'm like shaking right now. I know it's just Aww. a podcast, and it's just to to me it's just I'm I'm just I get nervous. I'm just like, why do these people want to speak to me? So I have to. Why not? Awesome. Yeah. Why? Yeah, I have to get over that fear. <laughs> you're you're bold. You owned it. You know, like what you because the way you look. People are thinking that you're not a realtor, but you're coming out and you're saying, I'm a realtor. I'm going to sell the hell out of your house the way I look. You're bold. Keep going with that. That's why people want to interview you is because you're bold. You're ballsy. Thank you. Yeah, well, I'm like, Michael, you a super personal question. Yeah, what's up? What's your favorite flavor of White Claw? Oh, black, <laughs> black, black cherry. cherry. I had four of them last night. <laughs> <laughs> I like bougie realtor post, I think is what it was. I can't drink yeah. that shit. Like it literally I can't either. Me, it tastes like what your foot feels like when your foot falls asleep. It's gross. <laughs> it's gross. Not it, when me. it first came out, it had that stigma like only girls soccer moms drink it. You remember when it first came out? Yeah. So like mom. yes, I do. Me and my boys, <laughs> we were watching the the UFC fight and all like I'm six one, I'm a bigger guy, and all my friends they played football. Like we were a group of big guys. So they were like, hey, you know what? We should just get buckets of White Claw. And we're in this middle of the bar and there's literally 10 of us big guys that you probably would never say anything to because we look intimidating. We're all together. And we're just drinking White Claws out of straws the whole night. And people were just like, uh, yeah, we're not going to say anything to them. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you do me a favor and it. try like the Malibu version of White Claw? It's way better. Oh, like it doesn't yeah. taste like shit. It's delicious. No, I'm, I'm loyal. I'm loyal to. Yeah. White Claw. You need to be like, loyal to you. That's what I want to know. Like, the Bud Light one. Have you seen those? Are the ones are really good. Those Bud Light seltzers. No, have, not my drink. I'm not much, no, I'm not much of a drinker. I, I, I mean, you probably do, if you see me drinking a White Claw, I won't have one for another two weeks. I don't drink that much because I taste like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, mix it with vodka next time. White Claw and mix it with That's vodka. <laughs> life realtor tips right here justin this is the good shit <laughs> you're gonna be a drinker shortly that's something else i, learned. I was like oh realtors drink a lot yes no. it's true so you're outside i feel like is so different than your inside like you're so humble and sweet and like yeah a super catch and probably like would be a really good boyfriend or husband and like very kind you just seem like a really genuinely good human being is it hard for you to reconcile the shit that you catch for the outside stuff with the inside stuff like does it does it get in there and hurt or are you pretty good at just like deflecting it and going on oh i got super thick skin um yeah you can make fun of me do whatever you want i I, i'm more of a it's how you treat somebody that's that's what would would bother me so there's a lot of clubs here in arizona they don't let me in because the way i look and that that irks me and it's to the point where it's just like i'm gonna start making videos about that too I mean, the what you say i can care less you think whatever you want you know you'll never hurt my feelings keep my kids my mom out of it we're good <laughs> like well you can do whatever you want to me I, I got thick skin i hope one day like you own a club and you can be like you're all out of business motherfuckers right because that's just they like they act like it's a favor when they let me in it's just like you know what like why why do i gotta thank you for like i'm the most gentle dude you'll see like i'll break up a fight before i'll start one it's like if something ever happened i'd be the one helping out it's just like it's just funny how 
I have to like apologize for the way I look to you or, or say, Hey, thank you for letting me in your place where you let everybody else in. Like, right. <laughs> you so are always that. welcome with the homegirls. Anytime. Right. <laughs> you roll deep too. If they don't let you in. We ain't going in either. We ain't going either. Right. <laughs> and we will put up a fight. <laughs> so you might be bear, bear, well, bailing us out. Um, can I talk a little bit about um, your open houses? Because a lot of new realtors don't know where to start to get business. And I noticed something in your open houses. You, like, I have, like, these big candy displays and all kinds of shit. You have those fake tattoo sleeves that you hand yeah. out, right? So, yeah, I have my own, like, uh, sign. Like, I do my own open house signs so they say tattooed realtor. My car's wrapped. So at least they kind of know what they're walking into when they come. So this is, like, a little setup I have. So... The sign-in sheet, like it's a actual tattoo machine that you can sign your name in. Ooh, Obviously, the MLS sheets and like home buying process, and then I got these for the kids, like tattoo sleeves, so they can kind of they can fit in. And then my business cards, obviously, like logo too. And this kind of tells them uh, buying investor or selling to me. I'll I'll add to your tattoo collection at the end. So That's awesome because I think so many realtors don't know what to do if they're going to an open house. They don't know how to stand out and you've mastered uh, that. But I think open house, it's a, I, I'm not a caller. So like, I know a lot of people when they start real estate, they get the cancels and expired and the call sheets and, and or the leads. And uh, I can't do it. I can't speak on the phone. So yeah. like, I like the open houses. So I actually meet somebody and kind of, you're going to be shocked when you look at me, but I, I, when I speak to you about the market or about the home, you'll kind of know I'm knowledgeable. And that's how I usually try to sell them on the knowledge part. Like I know what I'm talking about. What would you tell a new agent that's just starting? Like how would you encourage them if they were going through a rough patch? What would you tell them? That um, 80% of realtors fail in their first year because of the way you're thinking. So if, if you don't get out of your own head, like you're going to, you're going to fail. So get used to it. And that's what something somebody told me once when they, uh, this is like when I was acting, he was like, he, or I want to start my own business and I didn't want to leave my job. And he just was straight to the point. He said, Oh, well, enjoy failing your whole life. Cause if you're not going to believe in yourself, then don't expect me to help you. And it's just like, it's one of those blunt things that you don't ever think about, but it's, it's true. So you got to, mm -hmm you got to get over it. Like you got to do something. We have a guy on a team who he's like, he's just really shy. Like I get it. Like I, I get it. And I'm trying to tell him like, you'll never see these people again in your life. Like you need to get in front of them and speak. And yeah, they're going to, you're going to make them uncomfortable. Yeah. You're going to feel uncomfortable. But if you, if this is something you want to do, then you don't have any other choice. You got to get out there and do it. And open houses are a great way to, to practice because you meet people. And if you mess up and you're nervous, like you're not going to see these people again. Like, learn from your mistake and, and do another one. So yeah. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, and I had two, right. two, I wanted to contract twice with people. I met open houses. So these are people that don't know, love, or trust you. Like your, your sphere is obviously your go-to because those people know you, they love you, they trust you. They're going to use you, but these other people, they don't. So you need to get in front of them and, and kind of create like why why are they going to use you so you have to sell yourself to these people and it's a great way to do it is holding open houses you get to meet strangers and these people that i feel are now part of my family and i'm part of their family I, they had no idea who i was three months ago two months ago they had no idea who i was i would have never met them but now they 
I'm one of their family members. They're going to trust me with their future purchases, their friends, their family that moved here. So, you, I mean, to blow up your business, you're going to have to make yourself uncomfortable. I think that's awesome because a lot of new realtors don't know what to do. Um, and open houses are a great way to get tons of business. And if you don't have any open houses of your own, you can always ask another realtor that has them to work them, um, you know, on their behalf. And that's a great way for you to start growing your sphere and adding people to that. And like yeah. you were saying earlier, it's your choice when you get up in the morning, if you're going to succeed or fail, it's up to you. Yeah. Uh, you know, so make that choice. And, and if you're not, if you're going to half-ass it, just don't do it at all. Like get out, go work at Kohl's, go do something else. Like, cause we're all here cause we want to succeed and we want to help you succeed. So yeah. Real teaser. Yeah. thank you. It's a lucrative business. So you have to put that work in too. Like it's, it's one of those, I worked for 13 years where, no matter how hard I worked, I got paid the same as the guy who didn't do anything. In yeah. real estate, the harder you work, the bigger your paycheck's going to be. Yep. So it's, yeah. it's, you're getting to a business where you need to put in that effort. And like a lot of people, that, that house that was in the hot tub at, that was a $3.2 million house. But it's my video. I'm showing it. I have an open house there. So people that aren't realtors or in our field don't know that's not my listing. Like that was not my listing. It was another realtor who loved me and, and wanted me to do it one at their house. So it's a way to make yourself look legit too. So if you're a new, you're a new realtor and you don't know what to do and you go hold an open house at a $700,000 house and you're touring it and you're showing them all the features of it, all your friends on Facebook who are watching you think, oh my God, like he's legit. He's at, he's at a $700,000 house. They don't know it's not your listing. That's so right. I, I, tell, I tell new agents that all the time. I'm like, hey, you gotta sell yourself, promote yourself. Like these people on your social media don't know the real estate game like you do. So this is not your listing, but to them it's yours. So sell it like it's your own. Yep. So it's, we, it's interviewed a, we interviewed a girl last week and she said your hustle has to match your paycheck. And that's what I was just thinking when you were saying that, like you're oh, like a hustler, that. so the paycheck's coming. I like that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Isn't that a good one? Your hustle has to match your paycheck. Yeah. Maybe I'll get that tattoo too. So what was there the other go. one? Mm -hmm. Badass hustling and motherfucker and hustle <laughs> paycheck. Uh, yes. <laughs> I'll write these Damn it that the nipples are already covered because you're going to have more space. Well, you'll see tonight. I'm, right there. I'm doing the armpit tonight, so that'll be fun. That sounds horrifically painful. To it's be not fun. No. <laughs> well, when you guys come here together, we can all get one together. I know. I, I think we probably, we probably should do that. I'm down. I'm that in. would actually be really fun. Did you ever want to be a tattoo artist? Like, did that ever? Oh my God, it'd be awesome. But I have yeah. no artistic ability at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those things don't go hand in hand. Do you have the same yeah. tattoo artist for everything or do you go to somebody different? No, I, I had a guy then he moved and I mean, things happen. And then yeah. this last guy I had, he's like real old school. Like he won't do your hands unless you have your sleeves. He won't do your neck unless you have some kind of chest or back. He, he didn't do my head. Like he's, he, he didn't want to do my face at all. Like he, How he's bad like, was that? I do want to know how bad that, that's gnarly, dude. Yeah, sucks. <laughs> what's, the what's the worst? What's the, what's the worst? Top of the head. Yeah. Top of the head by far. How long of a session was that? A couple of them probably, right? These are like all three hour sessions, like around the sides and then top. I did the whole top in four hours and it was brutal. What do your kids say? Like, do they think I was just funny? Yeah. Oh, they, they, they don't even notice anymore. Honestly, sure. it's like, all their friends just stare at me. I got this sweetheart for my daughter because her Aww. friends were, you know, friends always tell her, your dad's scary. That's good. You want that. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the boys. Yeah, that's going to save you a lot of stress later for sure, man. 
Well, I, it's funny because people say, oh, you, because oh, my daughter, she's very beautiful. Like, oh, I feel sorry for her when she, or I feel sorry for her first boyfriend. I'm like, well, you don't need to. Like, it's not my job to scare off the boys. It's her, it's her job to have that self-confidence where she knows how she's supposed to be treated. So, like, I, I would say, I, I feel bad for first boyfriend, too, not because of me, because I set a high expectation how she should be treated. So, I think that's more. Absolutely. And I'll, I'll probably let my kid take, my son take some steroids when he's like 16 to help. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like that scene in Bad Boys. Right? <laughs> <laughs> me and my son, yeah. Because <laughs> he's, he's a big boy. He's going to be able to take, I'm 6'1", 230, but he'll, he'll be able to take me soon. So I start What happens to... when they want tattoos at 15? Are you going to say yeah or are you going to say no? <sighs> I don't know. That's, people ask me that all the time. It's so funny. Like, oh, so what are you going to do when your kids ask? I'll probably not, I don't want them to put an invisible spot, obviously. So I'm like, we'll, we'll get you one up here in your back or, oh, actually their mom's real strict. So she'll probably cut that. <laughs> she'll not be back. I'll, I'll let her be the bad guy. Hey, I want you to do your face, but your mom said no. How much, okay, how much of the, like, really visible covering happened in your, if you don't want to answer this, you don't have to, but in your relationship with her versus afterwards, like, was so her and I, with we it and into five, it? yeah, we split five years ago, her and I, okay. and she was, she was before hands, neck, head, face, and we were just dating. And she had told me, she laughs all the time too. Cause she told me if you ever do your hand, she, they're from Venezuela. So it's a different culture. Yes. She's, she's first generation, our, our kids on her side of the family, first generation American. So she was born in Venezuela and she had always said, if you, if you do your hands or neck, I'm breaking up with you. And I'm like, okay, cool. Literally the next day I got my hand done. <laughs> so I'm just like I'll never ask you to change as a person I'll never ask you to change like I love you for you so you're gonna start loving me for me and not and then I mean we stayed together and then up to the back she was here for the neck and then back of the head and then we kind of went our separate ways but I remember her family when they first met me like whoa what the hell is that <laughs> <laughs> and that was it so they're all Spanish speakers. So I go in the house and it's her mom, her dad, her brother, her sister, her aunt, her uncle, her best friend. And this is our first date. And she wasn't, she wasn't ready, obviously, because she's a, a woman and you guys don't get ready on time. <laughs> you wait on my husband in this household. Just very. <laughs> so I walk in the kitchen and they all just stare at me. And I'm just like, oh, this is uncomfortable. And then like literally it's like silent for 10 seconds and then just starts speaking Spanish. I'm like, oh great, this is definitely about me. <laughs> <laughs> so are you um, dating right now? And how is it, like, is it an obstacle when you're dating? No, actually I got um, divorced. Sorry, my phone keeps going off. Uh, <laughs> I got divorced four months ago from my recent. She, we were together for three years. Um, she's a great mom to the kids. Uh, I think the, the, she was not with the tattoos at all. She was, I, I told her a, long, a while ago, I was like, hey, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna wanna do my entire face. And she was one of those, oh, do what makes you happy. I want you to be happy and success. And, and then I started doing it. And she's like, wait, you're really not gonna do your face, are you? And she's real like, real good, complete opposite. She's very young and beautiful and I'm not, like we were polar, polar opposite. And we, we would go out and we'd get stared at hardcore and she could not stand it. Like we live in Gilbert. So it's a community, it's a lot of Mormon community. It's a lot of families and stuff. So when we walked together, her, I, the two kids and 
looked, I'm the odd man out, obviously. And she hated the attention it got brought. I mean, but it was not ugly at all. Like we were, we were best friends. We, we, we dated after our divorce and it was just like, I think we just, it was time to go our separate ways. And, and it, she was, she had her own dreams. She rides horses and my dream. So she was doing loans. And I said, you know what, do your loan stuff and in two or three years when you're successful, then I'll go do what I want to do, which was real estate. And we had split and literally the day we split, I said, screw this, I signed up for school. So it was recently, so. But it pushed me into real estate and, and I've never been happier in my life than how I am right now. So it, it needed to be done because I would have been at my same miserable job where I was getting no sleep. I was taken out on her and the kids because I was just, unha- not taken out, but I was just unhappy sure. and, and stressed. And when you're tired all the time, you're unhappy, you lose, you're, you're willing to, I don't want to go out and go to the park. I don't want to go for a walk. I'm tired. I got to work at midnight. Mm. So it, I kind of broke me out of that. I would have been in there forever. So her leaving actually made me get to the spot where I needed to be for myself and my kids. Everything happens for a reason, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Thank you so much. I mean, you are incredible and you've yeah. helped us um, help you change the perception of what a realtor should look like because we're oh, you, all different. I just mean, it means a lot that you guys reach out to me. It's, it's, it's weird for me still, but it, it does mean a lot that you guys reach out to me and you guys wanted to have me on your podcast to speak to me. Like The, that, coolest, I mean, the coolest thing to me <laughs> is like, it's not just shock value like you're a good dude right like that's what's so cool is right like shock value is one thing or something really different is one thing but to have like a super solid human being underneath it that's really cool absolutely uh, i mean I, I mean seriously like it sounds dumb but it does, I, I pride myself on my characters that that means a lot that you said that like i really I mean that means a lot thank you so like I'm I'm a I'm a tattoo girl. I have a whole back piece from the back of my neck all the way down to my butt cheeks. I've got a half sleeve. I've got tattoos everywhere. You wouldn't know it. And I've been wanting to get my left arm done all the way up to my wrist, but I haven't for the last three years. And you know what? I think I'm gonna go do it. But you're hot anyway, and you can pull it off. <laughs> like, go do it. <laughs> but you know what's funny? While we're talking about that. So like all I've wanted, so when I was a high schooler, I was like a straight edge punk rock girl. And I was a raver, even though I was sober, like straight edge while I was there. But like, that's all I've ever wanted my entire life was like jet black hair and full sleeves. And here I am blonde and like, I don't know, I guess my insides don't match my outsides. <laughs> Let's go get them done together. <laughs> I'm so what I look like on the outside is what you feel like on the inside? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I am also a badass motherfucking house slinger. I, <laughs> I think we all need to get that tattooed on us. Like, seriously, all of us. I am so down. I'm going to so get all, censored. All four of you guys coming out? Yeah, so um, a good, I guess I would call him a good friend of ours. A friend of ours, his name is Kevin Kaufman, and he's in Phoenix, which I don't, that's close to you? Is yeah, yeah, Phoenix is like 25 minutes away. Yeah. Yeah. So Perfect. he's in Phoenix and he runs what I think is like one of the largest real estate teams probably in the country. I'm not sure, but big, big team. And he has a, a group with another, well, another couple like really big agents from all across the country. 
and they're having a conference called Next Level Agents Live, and it is like spread over three days in April. I, th I think he said this is his third year doing it, but yeah, we're all coming down, um, and uh, like you should come with us. Yeah, Seriously. Fun. Who's we'll the two of you. We'll connect you and Kevin together, and yeah. we'll figure out a way to. We'll if you want to be like our homeboy for the event, like we'll drag for you sure. around for yeah. sure. So when we stop recording, don't hang up, Justin, because I have something for you actually in regards to this. So okay, <laughs> okay, but um, so can we all make a date next year that we're gonna talk again? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm see and, and celebrate the one percent in the Phoenix market success story that you're going to have for us. Do you yes. know what it takes? Do you know what it takes to get there? Like, just out of curiosity, do you know what the unit count or the volume count is or what it takes to be one percent? in Phoenix? Well, I think I'll have to be in the high 30s or the low 40s. Uh, units. 30 million. You mean or units? No, no. Uh, 30 units are probably in the mid to high 30 units sold or low 40. Oh, dude. Go oh, do that. Oh, you got that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's tough your first year, obviously, but. I'm going to we'll go find people moving to Gilbert just to. Same. I okay, actually like, know two people moving to Gilbert right now. Weird. There's so many people living, moving to Gilbert. It's crazy. I know. Everyone from Colorado is coming down there because yeah. California is moving here. That's what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> That's just migration. The, right. The girls I closed on, where I met them at the open house, and they were shocked when they walked in. That her and her mom both are using me, and they're they're from Greeley, Colorado. So her their whole family's coming down. I don't know how that where that is compared to you guys, but it's about uh, two hours north of Denver. Oh, okay, yeah, that's where that came from. Dude, yeah. how slow do you drive? It takes me forty five minutes, bro. <laughs> like, uh, just does not drive slow. I followed her for a minute the other day, and I I got left in the dust, and we're just saying something. Um. Okay. So tell everybody how to find you. So we'll link your social pages and stuff, but tell people you know, like your, if you want your Instagram, your Facebook, like website, how can people find you if they know people moving to Gilbert? Well, Facebook is pretty much full now. I don't, I don't have a business page yet. I need to get on that, but my Instagram for sure, it's uh, two tattooed. So it's T-O-O -O underscore tattooed. So that's, I, I check that all the time. So I'm definitely on Instagram a lot. Cool. I just followed you the other day. Uh, on I did. Well, you got to send me a message. So I don't know. Like when, so send me a message, I'll call you back. I will. <laughs> That's why people are like, oh, I try to add you on Facebook. I'm like, hey, there's like literally 5,000 requests in there. So like send me a message and I'll add, I'll add you. Yeah. It's crazy to me that you're so humble and I'm pretty sure the entire rest of the world thinks you're so cool. So yep. yeah, we're excited to like meet you in person. Yeah. Go be the most successful real estate agent in your market, but stay as humble as you are. Cause that's cool. Yep. I don't think I'll ever money's not going to change me i came from came from nothing so when you come from struggle you, i think you always remember where you come from mm -hmm. right absolutely yeah there's a um like there's a guy that i follow and i actually really love him and i'm probably going to ask to invite him on our show and the other three of you guys maybe probably know who he is but like yep. mm -hmm. dude he is like like kind of similar i feel like to you in the look shock factor thing, but he is the biggest shit talking, trouble starting, drama causing person on the planet. And I think that's why I keep just getting so struck by like how oh, nice really? of a person you are. Oh, it's, I, I mean, I just try, I, I love people. <laughs> it sounds, I love people. I love talking to people, love meeting new people. 
And it's just like, I, I'm, I'll always be humble and disrespectful. I just, that's how I was raised. Good mama. Good mama. That's right. And that's, I want my kids to turn out like me. So hopefully I can keep this. Because <laughs> ultimately, I think the biggest goal of a father is to say, for your daughter to say, like, I, I want to marry someone like my dad. And I, I have to keep that persona and that personality so I can be proud for her to say that one day. So cool. that means a lot. Well, we appreciate you spending time with us today. Yes, thank you, uh, thank you for accepting our invite. And then, are we going to go to lunch when you guys come in? I think we're going to go to more than lunch, yeah. Okay. So whoever, who's going to buy lunch? Let's say whoever sells the most from here to, to that den will buy lunch. All right. Okay. Deal. We're throwing down the gauntlet for who, we're having a competition? Yeah, yeah we'll start a competition, us five. Hey, let's do <laughs> it. <good. laughs> I think I got to. You guys got advantage, there's four of you, so. <laughs> no, we won't pull the resources. We'll do individual. Okay. <laughs> no, we'll do individual. That's fine. Ooh. All right. So All right. stay on for just a second, but thanks for joining us today, guys. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. We hope you loved our show today. If you enjoyed it, do the homegirls a favor and leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen. Share this episode with all of your homegirls and friends and find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at homegirlco.